On today's show, Elon Musk changes his mind and lights up the blogosphere once again. Mercedes looks back to 1937 for future inspiration, and Hyundai takes structural integrity to a new level with the Santa Fe. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. Well, you probably heard this by now. Over the weekend, Elon Musk announced he is not taking Tesla private. He cited several reasons why he changed his mind, but this unleashed a torrent of criticism aimed at Musk, questioning his credibility. Now that the markets are open, we'll see how investors treat the stock. But the actions at the company seem to be getting more erratic. Here's our Autoline Insight. It's time for Tesla's board to get a new CEO and COO. They need to keep Musk on as a non-executive chairman, but it's time to get him out of the day-to-day activities of the company. A classic Ferrari racing car just set an auction record at the RM Sotheby's auction at Pebble Beach. The 1962 250 GTO sold for a staggering $48 million after all the fees. The previous owner made a nice return on his investment. He bought the car back in 2000 for a measly $7 million. In racing news over the weekend, the start of the Belgium Grand Prix started with a pileup of F1 cars at the first corner. Fernando Alonso's orange McLaren went flying into the air and provided one of the first racing tests of the Halo safety device, which passed with flying colors. Alonso's tires left skid marks on the halo of Charles Leclerc's car. And after they brushed all the carbon fiber pieces off the track, it actually settled into a predictable pattern, where Sebastian Vettel powered his Ferrari to an easy win. In IndyCar racing, Scott Dixon's Honda-powered Ganassi car dominated most of the race, and Alexander Rossi squeezed some unbelievable fuel economy out of his Honda-powered Andretti Autosport car. But in the end, it was Will Powers' Chevy-powered Penske that took the win at the Gateway Motorsports Park. Coming up next, we'll tell you how Hyundai made the Santa Fe stronger, quieter, and lighter. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems, and by ExxonMobil. Say, what is it with all these concept cars that harken back to the 1930s Grand Prix era? Infinity showed one last year at Pebble Beach, the Prototype 9, and now Mercedes just showed off the EQ Silver Arrow as an homage to the W125 race car from 1937. It's an electric car with 780 horsepower and an 80 kilowatt hour battery, all packed within a carbon fiber body structure. Inside this single seater, the driver is presented with an array of information on a wide screen. One thing that caught our eye, note the wheel covers on the front half of each wheel. We also saw this look on the autonomous Rolls-Royce Vision concept car. And when you start to see styling cues like this show up on multiple concept cars, you just know the designers are working feverishly to get this into production. Traffic management 
could turn into a business that will grow significantly over the next few years. According to ABI Research, the traffic management industry will generate revenues of $6 billion by 2023. The study says suppliers Capsh, Siemens, and the PTV Group, which is part of Porsche, are the leaders in the move from passive to active traffic management. Since its introduction in 2000, Hyundai has sold more than 1.6 million Santa Fe's worldwide, and we just got to experience the new 2019 model. This is the two-row example that was previously called the Santa Fe Sport, but Hyundai dropped the Sport from its name. There is still a three-row model, which is now called the Santa Fe XL. And while there are a number of improvements for 2019, one of the things that jumped out at us was the advancements to the structure. 67% of the structure is now made from advanced high-strength steel that help keeps weight down, protects passengers better in a crash, and improves torsional sniffness by over 15%. There's also 45% more structural adhesive compared to the outgoing model, 386 feet versus 266. Hyundai says this contributed to weight savings that improved fuel efficiency by 1.5%. Another added benefit of structural adhesives is they do a better job of deadening sound compared to welds. We'll share more of our thoughts on the new Santa Fe during the week, but we can tell you this is the most structurally sound, best handling, and quietest Santa Fe ever made. The rear suspension in the new Acura RDX looked like it fell off an F1 car. We'll tell you more about it right after this. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. The 2019 Acura RDX is completely new from the ground up. It has a lot of impressive new features, but one thing that caught our eye is the rear suspension. And on last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Stephen Frey, the chief engineer of the RDX, and he shared the improvements to the suspension and its benefits. You know, our goal with this car, you know, combined with this brand new powertrain was to make the, quick the quickest, best handling RDX ever, okay? Mm -hmm. The quickness is coming from our powertrain. The best handling is coming from the body rigidity, but also our chassis. And so we made this new multi-link rear suspension, but the key for a rear suspension to perform properly, like the stiffness has to go all the way through from the tire patch to the knuckle, to the subframe, to the body. That entire connection is critical for things like yaw delay and response for the vehicle. So we needed a high performance rear suspension to get that done. You know, honestly, in the previous model, there was a little bit of a weak link there uh, with the body. Mm -hmm. And so we redesigned this suspension to work with our body. And you can see with the blue paint in the rear there, this is our dual ring rear frame construction. This is something that we have not done before. This is brand new for the RDX. But what it does is it effectively takes the input loads from the rear suspension and it splits them into a Y. They travel through the C pillar and also the rear roof frame there. And so that type of distribution allowed us to solve the problem with the exterior stylist wanting to bring it in and me wanting a lot of cargo capacity. For a deeper dive into the all-new Acura RDX, 
You can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.